At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Chicago City Cast is presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And it has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all of the pro football matchups. Plus, they're bringing back the reduce the juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com to place your bets. This is the Chicago City Cast with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. What's happening, people? Welcome into another edition of the Chicago City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host. As always, you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Danny Burke Five. You can get a hold of my main show, Rush Hour, goes on Vsin the Sports Betting Network Monday through Friday, five to six p.m. Central Time. You can get it on the Marquee Sports Network if you're in the Chicagoland area. If not, iHeartRadio, Fubo TV, Sling TV, the Xfinity app. Uh, YouTube TV, and of course, VEASAN.com and or the VEASAN app. Lots to kind of unravel today. We'll update this Bears line against the Cardinals. Reiterate some comments Matt Nagy made in terms of some key players for the upcoming matchup against Arizona. We'll also talk about some college football conference championship action. The big news, the coaching carousel, baby. Throughout college football, I know a lot of Notre Dame fans are hating out there, but uh, look, I'll give you my thoughts on that momentarily throughout the show. So uh, I want to save it for then, but a lot to talk about with college football. And actually, I did want to talk about a win total. We, You know, on my show, Rush Hour, on, in the middle of the week, so I'm recording this on Wednesday, 
and I like to spend Wednesdays typically looking at some futures, whether it's player awards, win totals, and one that I am talking about on my show, but I wanted to mention here because it is topical in the sense of the NFC North is I wanted to bring up the Packers win total. So I want to touch on that a little bit later in this episode as well. But let's get you kicked off with the Bears and the Cardinals. Some things Matt Nagy said, mostly just in terms of who may be playing or may not be playing. But uh, look, Roquan Smith has still been missing practice. And Matt Nagy did say, though, he doesn't believe Roquan will go on the IR. But what does that mean for his status for Sunday? I don't know, but I'm not getting my hopes up, to say the least. I don't foresee them try I mean there's no point in trying to rush him out there and putting him out there with that hamstring this season is gone I mean it's lost let's be honest and a young star in Roquan Smith who is the leader of your defense the best player yes the best player on your defense there is no disputing that right now why risk an injury here at a season that to me is all but gone that's my opinion. I know it's different how it goes down. And if he's 100%, yeah, of course, play. But I'm saying if it's like borderline, there's no point in trying to rush him back. If you can play, you can play. I understand that argument. I'm sure he's dying to go out there. On the other front, in terms of injuries, Justin Fields was back at practice today. But apparently Andy Dalton was getting the starter reps. So um, one of those scenarios, I think, again, if I'm putting my money on it, unless he's 100%, it's going to be Dalton. They just won with Dalton. They had a good second half with Dalton against the Ravens. Why would they risk their future bringing him back in a tough game with a bad offensive line and a banged up player? Why would they do that? Well, because sometimes they do dumb things and they're the Bears. But no, when it comes to injuries... I think they're going to play this one safe. We still don't know about Robinson, Hicks, Williams. I mean, I don't know about Robinson. Like, I've been saying this. I mean, I don't think Robinson cares to be here at this point. He knows his future with the Bears is limited. And he may or may not have talked about the naggy thing to kick things off. Even though he said he didn't, of course, he's going to save face for himself. I'm not saying he did, but it wouldn't shock me if he was the one who started those rumors. It didn't even have to be rumors. I mean, I was talking about it weeks before. What do I know? I mean, come on. It was pretty evident. Um... So, Allen Robinson, I'm not banking on him. One, like, I, could, I couldn't care less if he plays or not. That's not going to sway my decision into how I'm handicapping for or against the Bears. He's done nothing. Akeem Hicks, yeah, that's always notable, but Akeem's been on a downward trajectory this year. It's sad to see, but he really hasn't been the force that we've been accustomed to seeing with Hicks the past couple of seasons. Albeit, he has been dealing with injuries, but he's getting up there in age, and this has been a constant theme with him, which is unfortunate to see. Yeah, that's going to hurt, along obviously with Khalil Mack just being out for the whole season. But that's what's been happening with this defense, and that's what's been happening with this team. And that's why it's impossible to want to back them, especially in a spot where you're getting a Cardinals team off a bye. So looking at this game now, with all that being said, again, when we discussed where this game opened, it was at 7. In terms of the spread. The total was 46 and a half. So the total. Okay so my prediction was 45 and a half. Where the total would open. Now it's moved down to there. But it opened 46 and a half. But the under's gotten some love. Now down to 45 and a half. Slightly shaded to the over at Bet Rivers. Minus 112. If you still want to take the under. At 45 and the hook. Minus 109 are the odds that you are laying. Yeah, I still think it's probably an under game. Where are you going to get points out of Chicago? Arizona's defense ain't too shabby guys. And the Bears could only muster up, what, 16 points against the Lions? 
And it all depends on what their philosophy is. Like, I'm sure the Bears could have controlled that game against Detroit a little bit more so if they were just doing what they've done in every other game, which is run the ball consistently against the second-worst run defense at the time of Detroit. You got to think that would have helped, but nope, only did it seven times in the first half. That's Bears football, baby. Doesn't make sense, never will. So this line is now 8 minus 110 each way. Hate teasing down road favorites, but I honestly think I'm going to end up pulling the trigger on that. And a team I might pair them with hated even more, doing two road favorites. But what about the Colts here? This is a unique teaser week where nothing is that great. The Colts are laying nine on the road against the Texans. You know, at the least, you'd have to do a six and a half point teaser to get it through the key numbers of seven and three for Indianapolis. And that will get you to two and a half, of course. Um... Or you could do seven and get you down to two, but I feel like you're pretty safe with the two and a half. Colts need a win. Line's moving in their favor. Texans just lost to the Jets. And even if they won, they're still the Texans. It is what it is. But I think those are two good teams to tease down. Even though I hate it because it's a road favorite, sometimes we've got to make exceptions and this could be that week. But I'm not having faith in this Bears team, even if they were healthy. But that's the bigger thing, too. Like, even if you just want to look at, like, where can the Bears keep this thing close if the cardinals are going to be healthy if kyler murray's a go which i'm assuming he is if hopkins is a go which maybe i'm not as confident because they don't necessarily need him as much but you know what i'll bank on that he's playing this cardinals team is ready to go unless for some reason they're overlooking the bears but i just doubt that Hopkins was limited at practice on wednesday uh, murray was also limited but again i'm thinking murray goes they're a little bit banged up elsewhere, but that hasn't been anything new. You know, Chase Edmonds has been out. He's been on the IR. I mean, James Conner's been taking over the workload. They'll be fine. They will be able to handle this Bears team. Cliff Kingsbury need him to win it for my Coach of the Year ticket. But truthfully, this Cardinals team is just far, far better and more advanced in pretty much every damn aspect of the game as opposed to Chicago. Tell me a spot where they're not. You couldn't. You really couldn't on both sides of the ball. Maybe the running game actually is it. I mean, they don't run the ball too well, but they run it sufficiently enough. So, again, I don't love laying over a touchdown, especially with a team on the road, even though it is going against the Bears and you're off a of bye week. Granted, teams off bye weeks this year have been abysmal. It's really a weird anomaly. Um, but... I just think teasing them down is your safe option if you can find another team to confidently pair it with. This Cardinals squad should be able to muster up enough to win this game by at least three. And look, you could call me a negative Nancy, you could call me a hater, you could call me whatever, but you can't confidently look me in the eye or any other Bears fan in the eye and tell me you have faith in this team putting up a fight against Arizona. And the only way they could, the only way that the Bears can put up a fight against Arizona is one, if somehow Nagy understands the concepts of football. And two, that the Cardinals, for some reason, crap the bed. Cliff Kingsbury pulls at Dan Campbell and coaches worse than Matt Nagy, which I don't see that being a possibility. How could you? It's, it's so hard to do that, which is why what Dan Campbell did was honestly one of the most impressive things you've seen this NFL season. Honestly, it was like you had to try to be that bad. And it looked like he was actively doing that. 
But this Bears team, could they cover the eight? Yeah, of course they could. But we've seen them be in these spots where we say that, and you always talk about, well, you know, home dog, and then the you know back door's wide open. It's a wonky NFL season, all this and all that. Yeah, it is, but the exception seems to be the Bears, who when they lose, they find a way to lose in impressive fashion. It's really not anything that close except for that Steelers game. I mean, yeah, you've had a couple other instances when you had a healthier team and a little bit more confidence in the Bears. But the issue here is when Dalton's your quarterback, again, you have a simplified game plan. You know what you're going to get from Andy Dalton. But even though, you know, it was a different story against the uh, Ravens in the second half where they had that fourth down touchdown pass, you know, the Ravens are kind of in a weird spot right now. And they were dealing with a plethora of injuries themselves. But with Justin Fields, I feel like that's more of a guy you can trust covering a bigger spread than Andy Dalton, if that makes sense. Like when you're playing a, an opponent like the Lions, say even the Bengals going back to that, or, you know, just any team that is pretty at the time with the Bengals. I mean, they're better now, but any team that is pretty even keeled to where the Bears are, Andy Dalton is a guy who can keep it close, if not get the job done. But in a complete mismatch against the Cardinals, yeah, Andy Dalton's not going to make huge mistakes, probably. I mean, knock on wood, we'll see. But Justin Fields is the guy you want as your quarterback against those more top-tier teams because of the untapped potential that is presented with Justin Fields. Again, you have a ceiling with Andy Dalton, which is fine. We know that. Everyone knew that. That's why no Bears fans, most Bears fans, didn't want him or want him to start. But in a game, again, this is why, like, with the spread at eight, I wouldn't take it with the Bears if Dalton is your quarterback because maybe he gets you 14 points. Maybe he gets you 17. Well, Arizona's going to double that probably. But with Justin Fields, you can have more magic. You can have more creativity, improvisation enough to maybe get you that backdoor cover, to maybe keep you in this game on a consistent basis and get quick, deep throws downfield, huge scrambles for big plays, whatever it is. The stuff that Andy Dalton can't do because he's limited, that's what Fields could do against the more inferior, excuse me, superior teams to keep you somewhat close. But with Dalton, again, there's a cap limit with him. And that cap does not, in my mind, keep it close enough against a Cardinals team off a of bye to warrant taking the points with the Bears. And that's not me saying I'm laying eight with Arizona, but I would do that before taking it. I would. But the easier option in my eyes is to tease down Arizona. How did anything the Bears did against Detroit change our minds? Nagy's excited. Buddy, you barely beat the Lions. In a game where Campbell co coached worse than you, it took till the last second for you to win that game. You feel relieved? Hell no. Get out of here. You can say that, and everybody can say, oh, you know, we weren't letting the outside distractions get in. Oh, BS. It's teams in shambles right now. It's been in shambles. Look, Dalton's a great guy. I'm happy for him. I was glad to see him smiling. He's a very good guy, and I'm rooting for him. I am. But he's not a guy to get the job done against the Cardinals. Nagy's not a coach to coach this team to a victory or even a close loss against the Cardinals. The defense is banged up. They're a liability. Offensively, Mooney's a stud. Cole Komet's a stud. David Montgomery's a stud. Marquise Goodwin has his moments. But you know what? Montgomery wasn't utilized in the first half for whatever reason. Khalil Herbert isn't used as much anymore, even though he's a stud too. Cole Komet is completely Jekyll and Hyde. They need to use him more. And Mooney, he has his drops, but he makes up for it in a lot of instances. But the consistency is never there. 
And that's why it makes this Bears team so hard to back. So my best bet at this point, yeah, I lean under. Even though it was 46.5, now down to 45.5, I'd still lean under. But at the end of the day, I think you tease down Arizona, you pair them with another team. Really quick, I want to see where these game totals are at um, for each individual total. So Bears 17.5. Ooh. 17.5 points under minus 115. That is intriguing. Cardinals 27.5. The overs plus money plus 102. Ooh. I mean, the Bears only got 16 versus the Lions. I know you can't take everything into recency bias, but where are the Bears getting more than 17 points in this game unless they get a turnover, which seldom they do? Might have to talk about that a little bit later in the week. Could be the old best bet category right there. But before we move on to college football, one last thought in the NFL, and we'll kind of move away from the Bears here. You know we'll hit them a lot more in the next couple of episodes. But just wanted to update their line and the thoughts about the injury statuses and what have you. Let me talk about the Packers really quick. And if you hate the Packers, skip the segment. But if you hate the Packers, I think you might also like what I have to say here and how you can make some money fading them potentially. Updated win totals. 12 and a half is the updated win total for Green Bay. Now, at Bet Rivers, the over is the dog, plus 115. The under, you're laying a steep price, minus 143. But in some spots, you've seen the under for a little bit of plus money. So, you know, use your tools available to you. But you look at Green Bay, current record, 9 and 3. When I handicap these win totals, as if you've heard how I always do, I like to separate it into winnable, losable, toss-up games into each subset of a category. But with the Packers, there's not really a game that is a definitive losable game. So I kind of just tie it into a toss-up slash losable game. Regardless, the winnable games for the Packers, the games that I see best fit for them to get a dub, is Week 14 versus Chicago. They're coming off a bye week. You're at home against the Bears. What more could you ask for? Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. That's going to be a win. Week 16 versus Cleveland. I almost wanted to put this game in the toss-up category. Because Cleveland may surprise some people still, despite how inept they have been. But realistically, at Lambeau, Packers will take care of business. Same with Week 17 versus Minnesota. You got to think the Packers can handle them there. And it's a revenge after losing the other week against Minnesota. So three wins. That puts you at 12, okay? Where are the two other wins? You think Week 15 on the road against Baltimore, they get one? They could, of course. Baltimore has been having some shaky spots. But the Ravens still have a good enough team and at home in a very important game has a slight advantage in my mind. And then week 18 on the road against the Lions. Yes, that is right. I said the Lions. That could be a toss-up and or losable game for the Packers. Why? Well, because it's the last week of the season. The Packers will not be playing their starters, presumably. They have the division wrapped up already right now. I mean, statistically, no, but realistically, yes. Week 18, maybe the Lions are still vying for their first win. Packers are playing Jordan Love, who looked terrible against the Chiefs, who had a bad defense. On the road against the Detroit team, who will be fiending to get a, their first win, perhaps. That could absolutely be a losable game for the Packers, if it means nothing to them. Something to ponder. But if you're getting plus money to the under with the Packers win total at 12.5, I think it's something to consider here. I just don't see four guaranteed wins if you're laying a price to go to the over. That's just my two cents. Thought it'd be interesting to look at that. That's why I always love looking at these updated win totals throughout the course of the season. This is a great market to tap into at Bet Rivers. I mean, they update that. They update player awards, coach awards, all that good stuff. 
Check it out on a weekly basis. See where the line's moving when you can jump in based on the schedule, where you think the price is going to move with their upcoming opponent, all that good stuff. For example, I mean, we could have some patience with the Packers here if we are assuming that they beat the Bears, then this 12 and a half will be more tasty even you know, more so to the under because it'll be plus money or it's not going to move up to 13 or 13 and a half, but you'll get a better price to the under. So maybe we'll have some patience, but keep that on your radar. All right, let's talk some college football when we return here on the Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Brian Kelly to LSU. How did that make you feel? I know we got a lot of Notre Dame fans here listening and in the Chicagoland area. Look, I'm an Irish Catholic boy myself. Grew up a Notre Dame fan. Am I salty about it? I'm not. I am not, and I will tell you why I'm not and why you shouldn't be coming up next. And we'll give a little bit more in-depth preview with the Big Ten Conference Championship game. Iowa, Michigan. Can the Wolverines pounce on this Iowa Hawkeye team? We'll discuss that next. Stick around. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Must be 21 years of age or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here, so put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February, for only $99, you get daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, along with betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis, all on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the entire football season for just $99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. All right, welcome back to it. The Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host. We're talking college football as we wrap up another episode, and I'm sure... A lot of Notre Dame fans will not like this upcoming conversation, I guess we could call it. Uh, Brian Kelly going to LSU to coach the Tigers. Seems odd. Seems like a really region that wouldn't fit to Brian Kelly. But here we are. Brian Kelly with, an, with a team with 11 wins to make the playoffs. Yes, it's possible. Is it going to come to fruition? No. But just letting down your team like that after he did the same thing to Cincinnati. I saw some incredible some incredible stat or whatever it was. And it was like a finite number of coaches who have left before the season ended with 11 wins, I want to say. And it was like, you know, I don't know. A majority left because they took an NFL gig. A majority left also because they got terminated or other violations. And only two coaches had done it. To leave for another college school and both of those coaches were brian kelly from cincy to notre dame notre dame to lsu every notre dame fan was irate about that i literally didn't see one that was like okay that's fine i get it same thing with oklahoma though look you have the reason to be salty but you also have to look at it from their perspective now i'm not defending brian kelly as a person per se you're seeing all these stories of him kind of being an a-hole popping up but you know what do you expect he's a good coach doesn't mean he's a good person a lot, a lot of my friends texted me just pulling their hair out 
because they just can't really understand why you did that or how or how just you could be betrayed like that and when you really break it down you can't blame him in the sense that with Notre Dame you always have national championships as your expectations that's obvious and that's a good thing that's what you want but in a sense you've hit a ceiling at Notre Dame if you're Brian Kelly and why have you hit that ceiling? Because, look, you have been in the college football playoffs. You have recruited the best guys that you can recruit. And it doesn't mean you still can't eclipse that. But w seldom does an opportunity kind of come about like this with LSU in a region that is so, I guess you want to say, I guess you could say so fruitful, maybe just flourishing with potential recruits, college town-wise. LSU, arguably one of the best college towns. From what I've heard and what you've seen, it looks like a great time. Notre Dame's fantastic. I finally went there for the first time. I love it because of tradition, history. Grew up a Notre Dame fan. Rudy's my favorite football movie. Went to the college town. Awesome during game day. You know what? Around the town, there's literally nothing there. And for kids growing up nowadays, if you have to choose between LSU, where you're seeing all these fun videos, all this fun... I don't know, these fun TikToks, just everything about people having a blast downtown at the games, everything they do there. Cool, cool atmosphere, cool time, fun, good weather year-round. It's a little bit more enticing to want to go to LSU. Recency bias, LSU, best offense in college football history. Notre Dame, huge history, but you know what? Kids growing up nowadays don't really care and or know about it as much. I kind of honestly think my generation, 25 years old, is like one of the last generations to really appreciate and understand the history of Notre Dame because there's been so much slander from my generation and then I'm sure afterward that people just, people as in like kids younger than me, don't care as much about carrying that on. And that's not everybody, of course. But I'm saying when you compare it to LSU, it is. It is. And it's weird to see Brian Kelly go there, but money-wise, you understand it. Recruiting-wise, you understand it. There's a certain standard that needs to be met at Notre Dame, which is a cool thing. It's fine. It's like the Yankees of college football almost, which makes it even harder to get these guys. And again, in a college town that maybe isn't as fun and with colder weather and you're not in a conference, so you're hurting your chances a little bit from time to time you kind of hit your ceiling with Notre Dame. And it's not a diss on Notre Dame. I love the tradition. I love the school. It's great. But looking at it from Brian Kelly's perspective, it's so hard to get to where he needs to go with, I don't want to say limited resources because there's absolutely none, but in terms of the ample amount of untapped potential with LSU. It may take a little bit for Brian Kelly to get the top recruits, but he will coach him the hell up. Coach O, great recruiter. Maybe not the best coach per se, or as good of a coach as Brian Kelly. When Brian Kelly gets his guys there, man, it's going to be limitless. And yeah, you're in a tougher conference, absolutely. But you still have just more potential to getting bigger name guys, easier to recruit there. And easier, in a sense, to find your way in the college football playoff than at Notre Dame. That's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. It helps him further his career. You hit a ceiling with Notre Dame. You really couldn't get better than that. And if you did get to the college football playoff, you're still not the best team there. 
but LSU has the capability to do so quicker and more efficiently at this point than Notre Dame. And it stinks to say, and again, it's not to knock on Notre Dame saying they can't go there or be there in the future, but for Brian Kelly, he feels as if he's kind of hit his peak. And I think he has too with Notre Dame. But high hopes could be ahead. There's a conversation of Luke Fickle, the Cincinnati head coach. Uh, we'll see if he could actually be a realistic opportunity to get him there. And then Marcus Freeman, the D coordinator, you could always promote him is what a lot of people are liking too. Even some players are saying it, which seems like that would be the appropriate move. So I don't think it's going to hinder Notre Dame that much. Look, a lot of people, myself included, thought this year was going to be a down year for the Fighting Irish, and they overexceeded. They did. So I don't think they're going to take that big of a hit, honestly. Freeman, I'm sure, is a lot more fun guy, a lot more personable than Brian Kelly, and I'm sure he's a solid coach. The players are backing him, and other people are backing him. So look, if you're a Notre Dame fan, yeah, it feels like you got smacked in the face. I saw a meme that said, touchdown Judas, instead of touchdown Jesus. I get it. It's, it's a dirty business, and maybe he's a dirty guy. I don't know, but look, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it too much. New days, new beginnings, new opportunities for Notre Dame. Don't beat yourself up too much. The Fighting Irish are going to be all right. I get why Brian Kelly did it. Is it weird? Is it kind of a, you know, I don't, you know, not to slander, but, you know, an a-hole move. I was going to say other words, but yeah, maybe at this time you couldn't wait. Well, college football is weird that way. Same thing with Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley. But Notre Dame, you will be fine. I just want to see a Notre Dame LSU game against Brian Kelly. That would be epic. But I understand why he did it. It is what it is. The recruiting field a little bit easier for Brian Kelly. There's just more incentive to go to Baton Rouge than South Bend. Let's be honest. He got to take unbiased out of it. The kids don't care about the tradition coming up as much as my generation and beforehand did. It's easier to get them to go to the warmer weather. You see everything viral on social media. LSU's always having a blast. And everybody knows what happened during the, that uh, Joe Burrow era. It was fun. It looked awesome. Notre Dame always gets slander because they're not in a conference. They never live up to the expectations when they get to the big stage. LSU did. And it's the SEC. Huge conference. Makes sense. But it'll be okay, Notre Dame fans. Don't worry. All right. Let's talk Big Ten Conference Championship game. Iowa and Michigan. I believe I talked about this on Monday saying if this uh, team total was at like 17 and a half, I am absolutely hammering the under for Iowa. Well, it's at 15 and a half, which I think I said it was going to be 14 and a half was my guess. Virtually the same thing. I mean, 15 is a random number, but it's shaded to the over minus 121. The more I'm thinking about this game, the less I actually want to bet it. And this game is so tough to me that I think the best bet besides in-game would be just taking the under. But the reason I'm having second thoughts on this game is because, first of all, everybody and their mother are going to be looking to bet Michigan, right? I mean, Iowa stumbled their way into this game somehow. Big Ten West was a crapshoot, and somehow Iowa got the least crap on them and found, them way, found themselves in this game. Michigan earned it. They deserved it. But what's scary in a double-digit favorite here, 10.5, to lay that, Think about the situation here. Iowa, yeah, barely got here. They're grateful to be here. They're not going to take it for granted, I would say. Even though their talent may not display that, mentally that will be the case. And not that Michigan will, but consider how huge of a game that was. The biggest game in the Harbaugh era at Michigan occurred on Saturday. It took everything you needed to win that game. Now you got to muster up, go play a Still tough opponent in Iowa. 
and you're telling me you want me to lay 10 in the hook with them? Now, it's not to say they can't do it, but what's the resilience going to be for this team? What felt like they just reached their pinnacle? Are they going to kind of have their plateau, or is the peak still occurring? Are we still looking up to it if you're Michigan? That's what you have to ask. So as gross as it may seem, taking the points with Iowa may not be a terrible proposition because of the situational spot. A huge momentum-filled program-altering win for Michigan. How do they respond as a 10.5-point favorite? You got to ask yourself that. You got to ponder that before looking to lay it. I know it's easy, but that's how college football is with these tough situational spots, and we have one for the Big Ten Conference Championship game. Totals down to 43.5. I'd like to see it get to 44, 44.5. Then we talk about playing the under, but is gross and as much as it's making my skin crawl i think you almost have to take the points with iowa and then inevitably if i do michigan's gonna win 30 to 10 because that's how college football goes baby and that's why we keep betting it uh but man uh we'll see where this line ends up keep an eye go to vsin.com vsin.com slash subscribe go to the um the money tracker and if you go under each sport, it tells you, you know, the, the split between bets and handle. And you see like every bet, like over 80% of the bets and the handle going to Michigan. Yet the line hasn't moved too much. Barely touched 11. Now it's still at 10 and a half. Maybe some liability, some more money, I guess, coming in on Iowa. I don't know. 10 and a half is an odd spot if you're laying it. But if you're taking it, not too shabby for Iowa. So keep an eye on that. We'll see where the money, the percentage of bets and handle goes and how this affects the line. But as gross as it is, I think taking it with Iowa might be the right spot. Not to say I'll do it, but that could be the right angle. Really quick, at Bet Rivers 2, keep an eye on this Georgian-Alabama game. This briefly popped up to 7, went right back down to 6.5. Everybody's waiting for it to hit 7 because then everyone's going to hammer Nick Saban. You are never going to get Saban probably, again, catching seven points in this game. Everybody, you talk about everybody and their mother. Everybody and their mother wants to lay with Georgia after the recency bias of seeing Alabama barely beat Auburn, how dominant Georgia's been. But keep in mind, Nick Saban catching a touchdown. Ooh, and I'm sweating out a Georgia championship ticket, baby. But if this hits seven again, I am going to, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to hammer it. I'm just going to have a standard bet. That's what I was going to say, hammer it. But no, I'm just going to take it. It's almost... It's you, you feel like it's an obligatory bet that you have to take the seven points with Alabama there if it gets to it. How could you not? I think Georgia wins, but also do they need as much incentive? I mean, they're in the playoff regardless. Yes, I still think they're going to go out there and try to win, of course, but it means maybe a little bit more to Alabama than it does Georgia. So if it gets to seven, try to jump on that with the Crimson Tide. Okay, all that is going to do it for another episode of the Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Appreciate you always tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe so you get updated when the shows come out immediately. Check out my show Rush Hour on VSIN. You can go to VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo TV, Sling TV, YouTube TV, the Xfinity app, iHeartRadio, and the Marquee Sports Network, people. Check me out Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time for more of a national betting perspective with my best plays, great guests, all that good stuff. Check it out, vsin.com slash subscribe. Next episode here, we'll probably squeeze in a little bit of Bulls talk, maybe some Blackhawks, but more importantly, getting you 
finalized with our you know thoughts on college football conference championship weekend more bears bets against the cardinals props halftime wagers all that good stuff you know how we roll here stay tuned for the next episode but in the meantime best of luck with all your plays enjoy all the games and we'll catch up in the next edition of the chicago city cast presented by bet rivers bet river sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets that's why players love the same game parlays at bet rivers same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for Bet on same-game parlays at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Must be 21 years of age or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.